Hello, Path to Warren podcast. This is Matt Warren, and episode 35. Today is August 19th, and this is 2020. Uh, just wanted to talk a little bit about this amends process that I'm in the throes of. Uh, so I'm on step nine, and I just got off the phone with my sponsor. Uh, had a great conversation with him. I did an amends today. I shared in the in the uh, podcast episode 34 about how I was going to write an amends and check it off the list, and I did it today. Had a wonderful response back from the man. Uh, so this was a just to tell you the story. Uh, I really thought a lot about this elderly man who was from the Asian culture. He was from Korea and he had been living here most of his life. His son and I were working together in the solar business and his son was helping me with social media and trying to grow the business and was pretty creative. Um, His dad was very interconnected with the um, Christian organizations that were all around the world and in many, many countries, and they were building remote churches. And so these remote churches, I was thinking that I could help take them solar. You know, they they needed solar power with battery storage, the whole shipping container idea that I wanted to do. well, this gentleman set up a meeting with an Indian reservation up in uh, the upper state of South Carolina. He set up an appointment, told me to be there. Well, I'd stayed up most of the night before. Um, I spent the night in my office working on stuff, proposals, and trying to get papers together, and just. Uh, I, Ended up acting out in the in the uh, office space. I was in a really fancy office in downtown Columbia, um, off of Main Street. Um, I didn't spend the night. I mean, at my house, I spent the night at the office. I remember that. Um, I called an Uber and drove an Uber to this place in North Carolina, or right on the edge of South Carolina, North Carolina. Um, I showed up late because I told the Uber guy to stop in and get some Waffle House uh, because I was smoking weed in his car. Uh, It was just a mess all around. And uh, I never forget this, the guy that was working with me that was his son came out of the parking lot when I finally showed up and said, uh, my dad is, you know, one of these old school Korean type and you know he doesn't do late very well and here I was late I don't know how like 45 minutes late maybe 30 minutes late I don't remember exactly I was totally blacked out Um, all I can remember is how I walked up to the building and I had my uber driver bring in a big box of papers and I had my computer monitor like I was going to do a big presentation Uh, didn't even pull out any of those papers that I brought um, and the Uber driver was like in the, in the room, like he was my driver, like I was some important person. 
uh, I, you know, they weren't going to have the meeting without me is what I told the driver. Uh, just so arrogant and self-centered. Uh, well, I ended up going to Guatemala with this gentleman and his son, and he was supposed to preach to one of the churches that was having the 10-year anniversary. Um, he was supposed to be given a sermon, and he, he gave a 15-minute sermon. This actually happened on my birthday, because I remember calling home on my 33rd birthday, um, just weeping, because I, I was lonely, I needed somebody on my birthday, but I'd signed up for this um, this trip to Guatemala. I remember walking through downtown Guatemala, um, lonely on my, on my birthday, going to a bar, uh, finding a local coffee shop bar place and sitting at the sitting there with my laptop by myself at the bar uh, I ordered a big magnum bottle and they brought me the bottle and I sat there and drank by myself at the bar in Guatemala I remember asking somebody uh, donde están los chichis where are the boobs like I was asking somebody where a strip club was in Guatemala like I was going to go on my birthday to a strip club in Guatemala he said there weren't any <laughs> he said he didn't know of any of those locations uh, you know so much so much emotion was had today as I was finalizing this immense letter and sending it to him and he actually replied back um today uh, thank thank goodness for thank goodness for you know Facebook because uh, I was able to send him an instant message because that's the only address I had for him um, or that's the only contact information I had he had moved to Washington State so the other part of the country or the other end of the country but he you know he was such he handled it with such grace and love he sent back a, a message saying you know you are forgiven uh, please don't because I, I don't consider that you did any wrongdoings um, glad to hear you're doing well how's your family doing during this COVID virus uh, and he said if you're in the Washington area to please look him up and come visit so what a huge relief um, huge progress huge emotional progress uh, I want to make a comment too because you know it, the way I keep my amends in order is I have a an Excel spreadsheet with the people's names on a column, and then I have on the left of those my sponsor told me to rank them by one through five. Five being they're really hard to do, like you don't ever see them happening anytime soon. You're willing to do it, but you just don't have the nerve today. And then a one being if you feel like you could do an amends and, and, and that they'd be pretty easy. Um, a three being you know you're neither here nor there. You you, you know you got to do it, you want to do it, but you're just not too easy about it. So what's happened is during COVID, I knocked out a bunch of those ones. Um, 
I, my goal was to do one a day, and I did that. I made phone calls, sent letters, knocked out probably 25 of them. Um, now I've got like 18 left, and there was a gap between when I did my brother's amends. I sent him a letter telling him that I need space and apologizing for any wrongdoings that I had done over the, the years, um, but basically asking for space and to keep the space that we have right now as I recover. Uh, that was such an emotional, heavy lifting that I did that a sponsor told me today, you know, it's okay that you had a break of two months from uh, working on the next amends. He said, you know, you've got to recover emotionally. You've been through a lot on that last one. That was a heavy hitter. That was a lot of lifting you did to get that off your chest and to send that amends. So take a little rest, you know, recover from that. And it just feels so good. It's so great to have a sponsor. I'm so blessed to have this sponsor. He's helped me so much um, working through these amends. And today, you know, after that momentum from this uh, reverend that, that I, I got a great response back, and he was glad I'm doing well, forgave me. Uh, I went ahead and sent one to my sponsor to prove for his son and I sent my sponsor a letter to prove also for this guy that um, an African-American gentleman that's about 45 years old that was my head salesman uh, I sent him I sent his amends I, I went ahead and knocked it out and sent it to my sponsor to prove and they called my sponsor on the way home from work and he said he, he said he would uh, look it over and get back to me um uh, which is always, always welcome. And I'm, I'm so appreciative of his help. If this, if this uh, was of any benefit to you, I, I would encourage you to forward it to somebody that might, that might need some help with their amends process or might need to hear of some experience, strength, and hope. Um, I hope you make your contribution today and uh, subscribe up to this podcast if it was of some benefit to you. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much.